All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And we were just talking about how we should have an intro song for the podcast. <laughs> and I was thinking something like... Welcome to Swag Tier. <laughs> I thought it was good. I, I like how it evolved since... <laughs> yep, you... it evolved into a classic. <laughs> With a psychic stone. <laughs> With a psychic. Do they even have a psychic stone? I have no clue. I just made that up. Uh, I think it's a moonstone. I figured. It's a moonstone? Yeah, it's to make moon, it a... It's not a moon type. Come it, on. Wait. Am I crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it really is. It's a moonstone that turns a clefairy into a clefable. I had to think about those <laughs> names. <laughs> Let me look that up. I'm pretty sure I'm right. And you just want to use your freaking keyboard. Mm-hmm. It is a moonstone, colored orange. Ugh, that's a weird color for the moon. Isn't the moon like white or gray? Well, this is weird. It the, so this wiki entry is saying it's colored orange, but the sprite is clearly gray. <laughs> so I mean, that's what I get for being on Pokemon.neoseeker.com. Mm. Not Bulbapedia. Yeah, I'm just gonna go Bulbapedia. Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of Pokemon. It is now May, and they have a new legendary Pokemon uh, for, I'm assuming, download. I haven't actually looked. I can actually go look right now. Mm-hmm. With your clanky clacky 3DS? <laughs> no, I'm going <laughs> to look with my clicky clicky mouse. This month is Darkrai. I think that's how you say that? Darkrai? Darkrai. I don't know. He is a dark type. <laughs> uh, I figured it's going to be a ride type. And, uh-oh. So you better get going to your local GameStop because oh god, you got to get it at GameStop. I better go tonight. Oh shit, they're closed. Go to my local GameStop's weirdly long waiting list for these things. Yeah, you better get in on that before that notebook fills up. They didn't even they they didn't contact me last time. So well, they didn't get enough because you were too far down the list. So if you get in at the top this time, you'll be good to go. God, you're already missing three days, so you better hurry up. It's not worth it. And <laughs> it's not worth it. I don't even own the game. <laughs> I know, but you have five children that do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And speaking of children, I have a story. So on Friday, I took Frisbee to PetSmart to get groomed. And mm-hmm. it usually takes four hours. So I drove over there around the four hour mark, assuming that they would be done. And I noticed that they called me like right when I got there. And I thought for sure they were calling me to tell me that she was done. So I didn't even bother listen, like answering the call or listening to the voicemail. I just walked in. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that she was, in fact, not done. And she was, in fact, running an hour behind. Oh, so, Yeah. So fortunately, I had brought my trusty 3DS with me, thinking that it didn't really matter if I was playing at home or in public, because even if I was still sitting at home right then, I still would have been playing my 3DS. As I basically got really obsessed with the Mario slash Puzzle and Dragons game all over again. I bought it last year, but I played it a little bit, and then I kind of got tired of it. And now all of a sudden, like, I literally cannot put it down. I don't even know what's wrong with me. (laughs) Between that and Tumblestone, very busy. So this is basically Puzzle and Dragon, but with a Mario theme on it? Yeah. So, like, all your characters are Mario characters. So, you know, I've got my blooper, and I've got my boo... And, you know, you can upgrade things, and it's actually surprisingly challenging and pretty grindy. Hmm. I get a lot of game overs. Are there microtransactions in this game? 
Not that I'm aware of. Are there microtransactions in Puzzle and Dragons? No, totally. Oh, but that must be for the the phone version, right? But it's for a phone version, right? It's a free yeah. phone game. Yeah, so I don't think the one on 3DS has microtransactions, either the puzzle, because the this one has the Mario version, and it also has the Puzzle and Dragons version. Oh, wow. It's two games yeah. in one. Cool. Yeah, it was a good value. Hmm. And Joey, for whatever reason, forgot that I bought this game for myself, even though I bought one for her and one for me last year on release day. And contrary to both of us and our collections and popular behaviors, we actually both opened the game at the same time and actually both played it. So no shrink wrap here. Mm-mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Final Fantasy Explorers <laughs> is, is crying Shit. right now. <laughs> You know, I'm really surprised that Joey hasn't said anything to me about the fact that all I've been doing is playing Mario all weekend, and, like, I'm sitting here like, oh, I don't have time to play Final Fantasy Explorers. <laughs> Yet I'm on my 3DS all weekend. I'm sure she is keenly aware, and she's just not telling you. Or she's just too busy forgetting that I bought this game for myself in the first place. So the reason why she this even came up was because I told her the story that I'm about to tell here, and she was like, wait, what game were you playing? And I said, Puzzle and Dragons. And she was like, you stole mine? And I was like, no, I bought my own. And she apparently forgot that last year we were fiercely competing with each other to see who were, who was going to win first. But in reality, we were fiercely competing with each other to see who was going to get burned out first. Because <laughs> that's really what happened. <laughs> for both of you. Yep, for both of us. <laughs> yeah, and had her burnout this time because she saw me playing and she was like, oh, like, I really want to start playing again, too. She played. I don't even think she made it through, like, one puzzle before she was like, I'm tired of this shit. And, like, threw 3DS across the room. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Intense. Yep. So let me tell this story because we were talking about children and we were trying to segue. And then we'll move into some stuff about packs. True. Not often that we talk about children. So Yeah, right. And I mean, unless it's high school girls, I don't have much to say. Uh, there's our <laughs> high school girls tag. Yay. <laughs> we need a clacky keyboard tag, too. Oh, that's I mean, that's the majority of our episodes, really. That's well, that's basically the full episode list, except for our first two, because we were recording on an iPhone and there were no keyboards around. We could have found one, I'm sure. Just knock on the room next door. So, I find out that I have this hour wait at PetSmart, mm-hmm. and um, I sit down and I start playing my Puzzle and Dragons. And a few minutes later, this little girl comes over and she sits next to me, and she starts talking to me. And she's like, hello! And, like, Stephen knows, and probably most of our listeners know, that I am not the world's biggest fan of children. So... <laughs> Here I am, this little girl's talking to me, and, like, I don't want to be a jerk, so I'm like, hello, back to her. Back to her. I I guess I'll acknowledge your presence, you small, puny human. Well, you know, it's like when I'm in line for a panel at PAX. I don't want to be disturbed when I'm playing my 3DS. I was just going to mention that, actually. So this this was a full combo of of everything that That you did not want. (laughs) Yes, basically. So this little girl said hello to me, and I said hello back, begrudgingly. And then she starts playing a game on her phone. And I'm sitting there playing my game on my 3DS, and she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her. And eventually I just said, you know, what are you playing? Since we were both playing games. And she was like, oh, like I'm playing this game, you know, you're, I don't even know what it was. It was similar to, like, Jetpack Joyride, and, you know, you're constantly moving, and... Mm-hmm. 
you're trying to avoid obstacles and you're trying to collect things. Sure. And then she looked over at me and she said, what are you playing? And I said, oh, I'm playing a match three game because I didn't know how else to explain to a little girl. Mm -hmm. And we continued playing our respective games for maybe about 30 seconds. And she looked over again and she was like, yours looks more fun than mine. And I thought, ugh, I have to do this to earn some good karma. <laughs> so I plastered, you know, as nice of a smile, which probably ended up looking creepy yeah, on my like face. Yeah, like this weird, like... Very forced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More, more like, like a grimace that's been overstretched. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I was like, do you want to try? And... <laughs> no, please say no. Please say no. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, so... She started playing, and I was trying to teach her how to play, and she just wasn't getting it. I was like, okay, see these, like, two blue ones that are together, and this one blue one over there? Like, you need to move the one blue one all the way down there and match those three up. I wasn't even going to bother trying to explain that you can, like, move them multiple places. and mm -hmm. You could swirl them around. You could swirl them around. Shift everything around. I was like, let's just get three in a row. <laughs> That's enough karma for me. <laughs> You're a gold star for the day. So she wasn't getting it, and she kept dying. And eventually her mom comes over and her mom is like, does she even know what she's doing? Probably not. She's only four. And I was like, oh, okay, mom, like, we have some confidence in your kid. So here she is losing all my lives. And I'm like twitching. Like, I'm having a heart attack on the inside. But I'm, I'm playing it cool on the outside, I think. Because you've been collecting these lives? Yes, I've been collecting these lives. Oh, wow. So she, she's just burning through all of your work. Yep. She's just demolishing them. <laughs> and you have to, like, you have to earn coins to, like, get a chance at these, like, lucky blocks. And um, there are 100 coins for, like, a chance. And if you get a life, then you can, you know, collect your lives. So I'm paying for these lives. I'm earning these coins and then paying with these coins that I've earned for these lives. So she loses all my lives and gets a game over. And she goes back to the world map. And then all she wants to do is walk around the world map. She's like, oh, this is the funnest game ever. And she's also, like, sitting there, like, tapping my stylus on the upper screen. And I'm like, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, girl. Yeah, you're just, your eyes just, like, twitching. You're just, like. A vein's popping out of my head. I was like, that's not the screen. This isn't even the real game. What are you doing? I just wanted to smack it out of her hands and be like, you don't know how to play. So when when this girl is at her happiest moment, when she's finally enjoying this game, enjoying life, enjoying the company of a random stranger, you are at your most frazzled. <laughs> That's the moment you want to rip everything away from her and just yes. say no. No more. No, bitch! That's what I really <laughs> wanted to say. <laughs> and judging from the way her mom talked to her before, or talked to me about her in front of her beforehand, I think her mom probably would have approved of my inner reaction. Wow. So thank God that experience only lasted about 15 minutes because I don't think my patience would have lasted much longer than that. And at one point she asked me if I wanted to go look at the fish with her. And I said, okay, like anything to get you to stop playing my game. And then I thought for a second, oh, you know what? We almost went over there, but I should probably ask her mom if it's okay if we go to some part of the store where her she can't see her daughter anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, a part of the store where her mom did not expect her to be <laughs> right right well i don't have kids so i don't think of these things naturally like i just got up and, and thought oh sh like better ask her mom like if somebody took frisbee somewhere without telling me sure. i'd have a heart attack yeah so that was the only reason why it even occurred to me to ask her mom but also 
I was blessed because when she did go ask her mom, her mom said no. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I can go back to playing my game. But even then, I didn't want to play my game anymore because I just think kids are gross. So I wanted to Clorox the shit out of that thing. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that the whole experience had been ruined. All of your lives are lost. Well, that too. But I didn't want to touch it anymore. I came straight home and I pulled out like half a bottle of Clorox wipes. And I was like, ear, 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 (laughs) ear. Like furiously. I would have thought that uh, PetSmart would have had some sort of cleaning implement on hand just sort of around the store for poops, random, yeah, pet spills. (laughs) Oh, pet spills? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I've never, I've been in Petco before, not PetSmart. Well, I think they do. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have baggies at least. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think, like, the Clorox wipes, I, I, I guess I don't really know. But I would imagine that the actual, like, sanitizing okay, is sure. something that's left to the employees. Mm-hmm. You can expect a customer to pick up and maybe, like, wipe down the floor. But I don't know. I wouldn't expect a customer to sanitize <laughs> to, to everything. Clorox, yeah. <laughs> that's not my job. So Puzzle and Dragon, they were also at PAX East. Yes, they were. And any wait, did you actually get to try? Because I remember I just walked around the booth and I took one of their free um, sticky cleaning cloths that you can. They had a cleaning cloth. It was not f- actually from Puzzle and Dragon, but it was from a small mobile game that was right by the Puzzle and Dragon booth. So it was a gung ho game. Oh, okay. And they they were these little like thumb sized sticky pads that on one side were sticky, on the other side they were a microfiber cloth. So you could affix it to the back of your phone. And then peel it off so you could wipe down your phone and then stick it back on. Oh, interesting. Super cute. I could have used one of those for my glasses or something. <laughs> Just stick it on your glasses and then... <laughs> <laughs> have it hanging. Yeah. <laughs> that would be attractive. And then I could hide when I see people I don't want to look at and then they won't know I'm there. Yeah, if you can't see them. They can't see me. <laughs> don't you know it. So... Yes, I did play Puzzle and Dragons at the convention, and I think that's what reignited my obsession. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, while I was waiting in line to play, pulled out my 3DS to play that game. So I played that game while I was waiting in line to play that game. (laughs) Wow. That's, I mean, that's true fandom right there. (laughs) Yeah. They should have spotted that and given you something for your dedication. Well, so they did give me something a little extra. So the only reason why I ended up playing this game is because Joey really loves Puzzle and Dragons. And she loved it long before I ever loved it because she had the phone version. Mm-hmm. And I think she actually found out at PAX Prime about that Mario version. Oh, really? Was that the first time? I think that was back in 2000. It was either East or Prime back in 2013 or 14. Hmm. And then she, we played it there and she was like, you have to buy me this game. <laughs> so then I bought it for her and then I had to buy my own copy. So I went over to the booth and I asked if they had any merchandise for sale or anything that they were giving away because I said, you know, my girlfriend really loves this game and I'd love to bring her. She's not here this weekend. I'd love to bring her back something. Mm -hmm. And the guy who was pretty flamboyant um, (laughs) told me to, he was like, oh, like we do have these pins that we're giving away, but you have to play the game to get them. And I was like, oh, okay. So I stood in line to play the game while I played the game. And you're practicing. Right, exactly. So then I played the game, and actually, I was the last person to, uh, it was a time attack of some sort, and I was the last person from my group of people that they let in to leave, so I'm assuming that I was the person with the highest score in my group, because I think everybody else got a game over before me. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, I 
I thought this was a race against time, so. <laughs> oh, no, no, like, the time was counting down, and, like, every once in a while, like, you'd get more time based on how, got like, it, how got many combos. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like, like a time crisis thing, where. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you did really well. I don't know if I did really well. I did well compared to the other yeah. people that were playing. You beat everybody else. That's yep. pretty good. That's all I care about. So I went back to the guy, and he held out a set of pins for me, and I got Ooh. to pick one. And I kind of wanted to be like, I have both. <laughs> but we started chatting and then he after we chatted for a little while he actually like reached under the his like podium and pulled out this like cloth covered box and then Whoa. he stuck his hand in there and pulled out a pin that he hadn't showed me from before and he was like oh these pins we're not giving them away but you can give this one to your girlfriend and i was like oh that's so sweet of you like thank you so much and i think we had like a little gay connection there <laughs> and also i'm nice so yeah you're, you're nice you're having good conversation he wanted to foster and promote your interest in the game right and i i mean i stood in line to play this game so that i could get a pin for somebody that wasn't there i mean yeah it was his dedication mm-hmm. not everybody would take their time out of the day to play a game they already have on their phone right so that was something joey had asked me when i got home and was like retelling you know our pax adventures like why she thought that there was a new puzzle in dragons that was coming out and that's what i had played and i was like oh no it was an old one and she was like why the hell is that there everybody <laughs> already has that <laughs> i've never played puzzle and dragon really i've i've seen it played my friend Yi is really into it my, i think my friend fred is also really into it they, they both go to pax but no i'm actually playing a game called shop heroes now and so shop heroes is a game I heard about from my friend Kito just this past Saturday at my roommate's birthday barbecue. And in a way, it's it's a very typical freemium game where you're sort of growing things, selling things, investing in a town, you bring in your friends to help invest in your town, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the layer of polish over it and the twist they have is that you are a merchant in an item shop that's selling things to RPG adventures. So you're actually crafting uh, weapons, armor, advancing these recipe trees, improving on those recipes, and uh, later on recruiting these adventurers to go out into the dungeon for you. So if you've ever heard of a game called Reseteer on Steam, it's sort of similar, except it's just a freemium phone version. And oh my god, I'm. it was really engaging. It's still really engaging, but it's I'd say too engaging. Like, I'm, I'm getting too addicted to this. <laughs> and I'm still having fun. But the fact that I'm staying up until, like, the middle of the night playing this game and just, like, cranking out more claymores and hoods and, and shields, like, I'm recognizing, like, this is, this is kind of a problem. And what is your version of the middle of the night? 10.30, old man? <laughs> uh... So I actually stayed up until 3 a.m. Holy sh... Really? Yeah. Wait, on a weekend, hopefully. This was, this was on a work night. Oh, good God. Are you kidding me? Even I'm not that bad. So I, I think I need... Like, this might be like the time where I realize I need to stop playing this game. And I've had this realization for the past, like, basically every night since I got it. I'm like, I'm way too into this game. Like, I need to stop playing this game. And then I opened up the game again, like, 15 minutes later. <laughs> that sounds like me with fan fiction. I need to stop <sighs> reading. I need to stop reading. I need to... Why am I reading a new one? 
so this this podcast is my my declaration of resignation. Your cry for help from Shop Heroes. You've heard it here. <laughs> I'm gonna stop playing this game because it is going to destroy my life. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna cut it out cold turkey? I think so. Yeah, oh. I will literally donate all of my money to my friend City, and I'm just gonna be like, peace. I think they'll understand because the guy who got me into this game actually related a story at the barbecue about how he was initially really worried about and really resistant to starting up World of Warcraft because he was like, oh, I have a very addictive personality. I know I'm probably going to get really into this game. And he played it anyway. Sounds like me. Yeah. Oh, God. Freaking shop heroes. Would I like it? Yeah. Don't play it. You can't, like, you're already staying up until odd hours reading fan fiction. And writing fan fiction. And writing fan fiction. You can't also support this. They're not mutually inclusive. Yeah, it's true. I have a hard time managing Mario Puzzle and Dragons, plus fan fiction, plus my GSN obsession, plus League of Legends, plus oh, my, my backlog of games that I need to play. That's true. Like, I could have stayed up playing any other game other than Shop Heroes. But I play freaking shop heroes. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, I'm done. Cold turkey. <laughs> Cold turkey. Peace. <laughs> well, I admire you. Now I need to be on the lookout for shop heroes on the PAX app for for the next PAX we go to because like I cannot be pulled back into this. I need to like see if that developer is going to be at a booth and I'll like avoid that booth like the plague. I'm going to walk you over there and then I'm going to be like, <laughs> here, this is my friend Steven. He would really like to meet you and get an autograph. Can you sign his underwear, please? I've never done that. Well, it'll be a first. And then we can take a picture. Or we can ask him to sign our togas. No, wait, that's defacement of hotel sheets. Well, they can wash them. We're going to have to pay for that. Well, we'll just put the hotel on your credit card this time. Oh, God. <laughs> So any other PAX things? So, you know, um, back at PAX South, the toga is related to uh, a giveaway that Devolver Digital was having, where if you came in wearing a toga, they would give you a single Steam key that unlocked a whole mess of games. So this PAX, Devolver Digital was still there. There was no toga giveaway, so I didn't have to go to Megan's hotel and steal her sheets. We should have gone wearing togas anyway and seen what they gave us. <laughs> Weird looks, probably. Mm, that's true. But at the Nuclear Throne booth, which was oh, yeah. it's made by Vlambeer. I think it's Vlambeer, actually. I know it's Rami Ismail, but... You can look it up. Yep, Vlambeer. So uh, Nuclear Throne is a top-down roguelike twin-stick shooter that I've been really admiring for a long time. And I've always wanted a copy. Um, it's also rarely on sale. So then you would never buy it. Exactly. <laughs> it is only $13. So it should have been on one of my gift idea lists for you or Mikey. But mm. for some reason, it never clicked. And I was actually not at the Nuclear Throne booth. I was at the Monaco booth. Well, I was at the booth for the developers of Monaco promoting their new game, Tooth and Nail. And while I was chatting up those developers and I was hearing their chit-chat in the final hours of Saturday, I heard them talk about Nuclear Throne's promotion. And that promotion was that at the top of every hour, they would invite someone to play through a challenge run of their game. 
and in a single life, if they could reach the fifth world in the game, and each world has you know, a few stages, it's a very difficult game. As long as that challenger reached the fifth world with at least one life left, he would give everyone in the audience a free Steam key for the game. So this was freaking awesome. Like this was the the chance I was waiting for. I was like, this is something I can do. Like I can definitely just stand around in an audience every once in a while watching a game and hope that he wins. Screw that sale when I can get it for free. <laughs> exactly. I didn't actually realize that this was a game that you were wanting beforehand. I thought you just heard about the promotion and you were like, oh, free stuff. <laughs> well, if it wasn't a game I was interested in, I probably would have still checked it out at least once. But we did check it out and the guy failed. Uh, he died at like World 3. So I was like, hmm. Get good, noob. We need to send him that Yahoo Answers. Oh, yeah. I should have brought my Obey snapback cap to put on him. And your Mountain Dew and Doritos. Yeah. Just be like, trust me on this. You got this. Win us the Steam Keys. <laughs> so he failed, unfortunately. Uh, it was being shoutcasted by the developer whose voice was just like raw and so hoarse by this point. But he was he was charging on like a champ. He told us, well, sorry feel free to come back at the top of the next hour. If this wasn't a game I was interested in, I would have said, okay, whatever. Oh, well. But because it was a game I was interested in, I made it a point to constantly like circle around the convention and do my normal thing. But at the top of every hour, I would just happen to end up by the nuclear throne booth again. So that wasn't a coincidence? Oh, heck no. Oh, I totally thought it was a coincidence. I always subtly guided us I had as no we idea. were doing our wandering. <laughs> oh my god. Well, and I'm the perfect person to do that too because I literally, I'm like a baby duck. I will like attach to someone and just follow them everywhere that they go. By the end of the third day, like you, you had no sense of direction in that convention hall. Oh, I, well, I never do. I mean, like I literally, <laughs> I just turn off any kind of sensors when I'm with somebody else this, this happened in Boston all the time when I would walk places. I would just, you know, blindly follow someone into the middle of the street. If It didn't matter if the red hand was up or whatever. I, I don't know. I literally will just follow people everywhere. I follow my mom around the grocery store. I follow her around the department store, the mall, like just anywhere. The blind following was quite premeditated. And I would, you know, just, ca we would still have fun. Like we, we still saw... Oh, Marooners. I yeah, did want to talk about that after. Yeah, we, we still played Marooners. We still saw really fun stuff. But, you know, at the top of every hour, let's like, we just wander back this way. And, oh, hey, top of the hour, there's a big crowd gathered around the nuclear throne booth. Let's like, chill out for a little. Oh my god, I can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> and we never waited long. It was That's true. I mean, the runs had ended in like, like five minutes each, like 10 max. And that was if you're doing well. So first time, the guy loses. Second time, you know, we're waiting like seven minutes, the guy also loses. Third time, we are a little late. And so I'm a little, I'm a little worried. We were probably coming back from the, the Red Flags booth. And I think we're with Adam at this point. Mm -hmm. So we're coming back. We're rounding the corner. I see the big crowd. And just as we do, we hear an eruption of excitement from this crowd and from the developer shoutcasting it because he's just gotten to level five. So we are at the precise perfect moment 
to be there. And just as was promised, he gives away steam keys to literally everybody that's walking by. And that's why Nuclear Throne is in my Steam library now. Have you played it? Not yet, because mm-hmm. I'm busy playing Shop Heroes. Shop Heroes. <laughs> I was about to call it Shop Runner. <laughs> I also have Shop Runner. <laughs> well, I have it through Amex. Yeah, that's exactly how I have it. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for that. Me neither. <laughs> Amazon's is the only one I'll pay for. Shout out to Amazon. <laughs> Gotta get our Amazon sponsorship in. <laughs> yeah, not our Shop Runner sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. We just, yeah, we just like dunked on <laughs> Shop Runner. <laughs> <laughs> we just took a big old shit. So Marooners, which Steven just mentioned a couple seconds ago, mm-hmm. uh, was actually one of my other favorite games because Tumblestone was definitely my favorite. <laughs> but Marooners was like up there. Yeah, And I wasn't there for Tumblestone, but I was there for Marooners. Yes. And I was really hoping that you were going to win because the devs were giving... So this was a six-player game, I believe? Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty atypical, actually. Yeah, I know. It's usually like four or two or something. Yeah. So the devs were giving away a free key if... Well, not if, but to whoever won got the highest score out of the six people. So Marooners is basically like Mario Party minigames on crack. <laughs> And like Mario Party minus the board game part. Right. It's it's just the mini games. Right. And that little girl from PetSmart would be very disappointed. <laughs> There's no world map for you to jump around. <laughs> and do nothing on. <laughs> so Marooners was or is you get a set of mini games and you kind of like rotate between them. So like you'll play one for five seconds and then like you'll swap into the next game. And, like, it just swaps you, like, it doesn't warn you, nothing. Like, you just swap out. Like, if you're jumping, you're, like, mid-jump. So you have to try to remember, like, what you were doing in each game when you cycle back to that game. Right. Everybody will just freeze in place. And when you finally start cycle through the the four or five mini-games in rotation, like, you'll come back to the exact same spot. Which also means if you're dead, you're going to come back to your dead body. Yep. So... I'm trying to think. There's more games than we played. They only showcase a mm-hmm. small number of them for us. I don't know if that was like for the whole convention or we just got like one set of random games or what. But one of the games that we played was kind of like that mushroom game from the very first Mario Party for N64 where it's like six colors of mushrooms and they just kind of drop the floor drops down randomly. So this one in Marooners was, I guess, an icicle level. And like pieces of the floor would kind of just break off randomly. It, it wasn't random. It was it was as you you walked on it, wasn't it? Well, maybe this is why I was in last place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was pretty sure. Like it was it was a grid of icicles, and as you stepped on the ice, it would fall off. So you it, you had to to sort of plot your course and jump around, and you could sort of like cut people off if you were crafty, like a snake. A snake. I'm thinking about Tron, actually. So. In Tron, it's all about like creating walls, sort of like Snake, and forcing people to uh, have nowhere to go and run into a, a wall. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> that, that was a weird tangent. But it, it, it's, it's, it was a sort of like, yeah, like passive aggressive iceberg fight. <laughs> yeah. So that one was fun. Uh, my favorite one was the one where you started at the top of the screen and you had to like dig your way down through a bunch of blocks. You just kind of had to like, chip at them i think you i don't know if they like you had a shovel or what like some digging tool and you had to like yeah. hit at these blocks and they'd eventually break and you'd move further down 
And if, you know, the other people were moving faster down the screen than you were, like, this is what happened to me. You'd get stuck at the top and just die because the screen would move down past wherever you mm-hmm. were. And along the way, you would collect gems, collect more money. You could set off bombs. And you, and in all of these games, you could whack the other people to cause them to lose their coins. I love that part. Except you whacked me. Of course I did. We were in it together. You're supposed to be whacking everybody else. No, I whack everybody. I'm an equal opportunity whacker. <laughs> That's why we didn't get the steam key. Spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> I couldn't control myself. I have no, like... Like, impulse control? <laughs> I was going to say common sense, but it's not common sense. <laughs> it's a second game, and I see the character clearly of your color, because all colors are quite distinct, run at me. And then start smacking me. And I'm just like, hey, that's me. Like, um, um, I say that to your face because we're right next to each other. And <laughs> at first, you don't look at me. You're still looking <laughs> at the screen, still smacking me. And then you have the exact same laugh that you're laughing right now. <laughs> I was like, honey badger, don't give a shit. <laughs> Kept on whacking. <laughs> And that's why he got last place. Yeah, so my punishment is one, last place. It's twofold. One, it's last place. And two, I gotta pay for the game my damn self. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it came in in like a close third, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, the, the top three scores were really close. I think like yeah. within 10 coin. Yeah, well, you know, if someone hadn't been, my friend hadn't been smacking me, maybe I would have had more of my coins. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, I also didn't understand one of the games. Uh, it was it was a hot potato game um, where someone was carrying a totem that would constantly spew coins and earn coins. And you were supposed to carry that as long as you could. You'd drop it if someone caught up with you and smacked you. But then at some point, the hot potato would, or the gold coin spewing potato would turn into a hot potato. And you had to touch someone else to ditch it. Sort of like the stormy cloud in Mario Kart. I didn't realize that you had to ditch it. So I, I kept running around and trying to avoid people. And I did think it was a little weird that nobody was trying to chase me anymore. And that it was smoking. <laughs> and that it was smoking and that it was pulsing. And then finally, as I died holding that thing, some one of the other players was like, hey, you were, you were supposed to get rid of that. Well, maybe if you didn't be so dumb about the totem hot potato thingy then you would have had more coins yeah maybe if i my friend hadn't been smacking coins out of my pocket i would have had my wits about me but i was just too overwhelmed by the betrayal blatant betrayal constant consistent betrayal throughout (laughs) this entire game it was in every pretty much every mini game pretty much every mini game i I had to actively avoid (laughs) you so you wouldn't be tempted to hit me except you kept chasing me if it makes you feel any better, I was not coming directly for you. I was coming directly for anybody that happened to be close to me. And you happened to be close to me. And then you kept running toward me. So I was I continued to be close to you. <laughs> well, at that point, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> so that's Marooners. <laughs> so everybody should check out Marooners because it's effing great. It was really, really fun. It was so fun. Yeah, you know, local co-op. I mean, it's, it's early access, but even the game we played was amazingly fun. Super simple controls. And super cutely designed. Yeah. Very adorable. You know, no pixel art, but a sort of like very colorful GB style. Yeah, 15 bucks. It's early access, but it's it's worth it right now. 
Speaking of early access, I'm about to go play the Overwatch beta, which is in early beta whatever mode now. Oh, wait, is that open? I don't think it's open. Oh, God. I pre-ordered it, so I got a key. Oh, I okay, right. The rest of us get in like a couple of days later. Oh, does it open to the public on the 6th? Yeah, yeah, there's, okay. a, there's an open beta for, for a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I got to play that then. You're going to be too busy with shop runners. I mean, shop heroes. <laughs> I mean, hero runners. I don't know what it is. I mean, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon Prime. <laughs> All right. And that wraps up another episode of Swag Tier. Yo, yo. Woof. No! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up. No. <laughs>